0: Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. As we slowly get ready for 2023, and I want to talk about goals and goals we set for ourselves. And we're talking about golf like I want to become a better golfer. And I don't want to talk about resolutions. I want to lose weight, spend more time with my family. We all do. And Damon, I'm going to start with you. When you look forward to the coming year, what is a goal, a realistic goal that you set for yourself?
1: <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that. Um, and I've been thinking a lot about just kind of life and going forward. And uh, one of the things that sticks out to me a lot was about the same age. Uh, my dad, uh, within a couple year period of time, got cancer and he got um, late onset diabetes. And, you know, I'm his only son. I've got those genes. And so, um, I was thinking a lot about this coming year, uh, just health in general that I wanted to make improve my health. And so that that's going to include several goals, uh, one of which is kind of like a resolution, uh, losing some weight, but also, um, just in general, uh, mental health, uh, you know, doing the things I need to do, spiritual health, physical health, and just all around trying to do that for myself and, and for my family, right. To be able yeah. to make sure that I'm, I'm there for, for my children that need them for my wife, um, and that I can be fully participating. And so, um, that's, that's kind of my goal for 2023 is an overall look at my health and setting some goals around that.
0: You know, I was at the doctor's office recently and he was telling me that mental health has become one of the most common conversations, especially since 2020 and COVID. What about you, Matt? Let's talk about some goals for the coming year.
2: So I'll tell you one that my son has. So my son plays basketball. You know, he's a pretty good shooter. Mm -hmm. And, you
0: know, obviously there's some
2: improvement that can be made there. And he wants to be the best shooter on his team. He wants to be night and day the best shooter where his coach basically it's like, look, we're going to run some plays because if we can get this guy open, he's going to knock it down. And so our goal, that goal that my son had had set is that he wants to shoot a minimum of 250 shots a day. And so, you know, that's a commitment six days a week. He's going to take one day off. And so, you know, that's a commitment. So, you know, I made that commitment with him and said, Hey, if I can help out, if I can be a rebounder, if I can, you know, facilitate that, if we're on vacation, you know, I'm, I'm, we'll find a place. And so that's, that's the goal. And so, you know, again, it's, it's great to see your kids make those type of decisions saying, you know, I want to improve. I I realize that, you know, I can't just rest on my laurels or if I want to be to this point a year from now, it's going to take this type of effort. And Mm so, um, so I, so I'm, I'm committed to that as well, helping him out and we'll see what happens. But if he doesn't become the next Steph Curry, (laughs) <laughs> at least at least maybe he's learned some things that will, you know, allow him to have success in his life that he can focus on a certain goal, commit commit the time, get out of bed or Or get up and do something that you know maybe that day you didn't feel like doing, but you had set a goal. So, so I'm excited about that.
0: You say 250, 250 shots a day. 250. You ever go to the range and get a large bucket of balls, (laughs) and you get down to the last 15 and you're just kicking them? (laughs) (laughs) I hear 250. I'm like, those last 20 shots are like, ah, whatever, air ball. But we're talking about goals this weekend here on success in the new retirement, and it was a good year for the team at Acute Wealth Advisors. And maybe you're saying to yourself, one of my goals is to reach out and get that second opinion there's nothing wrong with that give the team a call let's sit down let's take a look at your financial strategy let's see what adjustments need to be made but more importantly let's build upon what you've already done 480-680-6868 that initial consultation no cost no obligation to you and now i want to flip the script for a second damon let's talk about the business let's talk about acute wealth advisors what are the goals for 2023?
1: I was talking to uh, someone who actually uh, came in um, this week who had been listening to us uh, from the radio for uh, quite a long time. And we talked about uh, some of the the differences with what they're doing, uh, what they have done. They've got an advisor and and what they're looking for. And, you know, one of the, you know, he said, I want to say that Legacy planning for me is important. I want to leave something to to my kids, and 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 he said, "How do you deal with clients and children and things like that?" And and um, it was interesting because as I talked to him, I've had um, several clients uh, this year who over the last couple of years lost uh, a spouse due to COVID some of it, some of it was just random things that happened. And in, in meeting with them and talking with them, it was very fulfilling to be able to, to, to sit down with each one of them and, and they had done some planning ahead of time. And so they knew that, you know, as we sat down, we were able to say, look, look, here's what we've done. Here's the contingencies we had in place and you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it kind of got me thinking about this next year. And, and, I guess what it did for me was uh, in my annual reviews with our clients is I want to spend some time talking a little bit more about some of the contingency things that we have in place for the things in life that happen, whether that be, you know, hopefully not a lot of deaths, but, um, you know, sometimes it's health issues, sometimes it's losing a job. And, and having to retire earlier, but just kind of reiterating and communicating a little bit more. I think we do a good job of that. But in those annual reviews, being able to say to our clients, you know, here's some of the other things that we have, you know, kind of built into this plan, baked into it. So that if something changes, you know, they know that they can call and 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 that we'll be in a spot where we can help them adjust and and move forward in their lives with whatever happens with life, because life does happen, and we're consistently changing things. So that that was kind of my goal for this coming year.
2: You know, as you were talking about that, Mark, it reminded me of my a conversation I had with a buddy of mine. We were just kind of going through things. It was actually out on the golf course uh, during that that golf tournament. Mm-hmm around Thanksgiving. And, and he was just saying, Hey, how's, how's business? I mean, he was in real estate and he was starting to see a pretty big drop off with what he was seeing as far as the number of sales and what's going on in their office. And, and he said, how's things in, in the stock market world? Because obviously, you know, that's been a major factor for 2022. And, and I said, you know what, you know, we, we have actually had our best year ever and it was in a period of time where the stock market had one of its worst years in long long time again I mean, if you look at what a 60 40 portfolio has done and how it's performed this year someone that had 60% stock 40% bonds it literally had one of its worst years since then before the great depression and yet our company as a whole we grew we we added more clients we um you know had had new clients come in and set New all-time records for our company, Great. and he's like, he was like, "Wow, how how do you guys do that?" I, and I, and I, and I've thought about that since, and I think it's been just the message that we have been putting out there to to people is that there is a better way. That there's a better way to navigate through what's going on. That you don't have to just kind of st- stick your head in the sand. You don't have to just you know sit around and wait. Um, I had one client that came in, and their, their client's portfolio, they had, the, the advisor had made one trade on their portfolio the entire year. And this is in a year where Damon and I, we've made multiple adjustments to our portfolio. We've, we've done what we were supposed to do to try to defend against losses during this, you know, rising interest rate environment and a market crash and all these different things. And, and so I guess the answer that, that I would tell my buddy if I was having that conversation with him is, is again, we are proactive and we have been sh- and sharing that message with our clients who've been sending us referrals. We've been talking about it on the radio, but basically there is a way to be able to navigate through some of these challenging times and so if you're out there driving around you're like you know what Uh, i didn't have my best year ever and my my accounts you know are, are down tremendously i would tell the people there's there's other options out there there's ways to protect there's ways to shift risk there's way to be better prepared as you go into 2023 to take advantage of whatever the market's going to bring whether it's down whether it's up and that's what we're doing for our clients and i would encourage people to to do that same thing because again you can't work fast enough and save m- and save enough money if there if all that money that you're saving is you know getting crushed by the stock market and go mm-hmm. down 10 or 20 percent you just it's you you've got to plug the hole you got to figure out how to protect what you have so you can then add to that and grow that wealth
0: 480-680-6868 and it was earlier this week that the new inflation numbers were released and the cpi is now at 7.1 now the good news That's down from 7.7 and way down from the peak this summer of 9.1% back in June. So Damon Roberts, Matt Deaton, is this good news for inflation as people start hearing about a possible recession in 2023, or is this just a Band-Aid?
2: Well, I think, I mean, you want inflation to come down, but the problem is is that's also a, a telltale sign of, of potentially heading towards a recession, right? So uh, what was interesting about the market when that rolled out is most people, the consensus was that it was going to be a 7.3 number, and it came in at 7.1. So inflation actually dropped more than was expected. And so, you know, rah-rah, that's good. The markets jumped up 3 to 4% immediately. Like literally within about a minute, the stock market jumped up 3 to 4%. But then the rest of the day, as everybody digested that information, basically the market sold off just about everything. The Dow ended up closing flat. Uh, the S&P and NASDAQ were up just a little bit. And so what does that tell you? What that tells you is that the market is looking at and saying, OK, yes, we want inflation to go down. But now the the idea of a recession is really starting to take hold and people are getting concerned about that. The market's getting concerned about that, because if you have a full on recession And again there's different versions of a recession there's the 2008 2009 recession that's burned into our memory there's other recessions that we've been through that weren't quite as severe but a recession means that you know GDP falls that means production falls that means profits for companies fall and if that happens there has to be some sort of repricing that occurs with stocks where again if you thought they were gonna make you know a billion dollars in profits and they only make 500 million Well, you're not going to be willing to pay quite as much for that stock. And so that is the big thing on the table right now. And I think that's going to be the theme going through 2023. So if you, again, if you sat around and you said, okay, what's the theme of 2022? It was all about the interest rate hikes. How much is the Fed going to raise interest rates? And why were they doing that? They were trying to slow down the economy. Well, Mm -hmm. it looks like they're they're making some headway on that. The question is, is did they slow it down too much? Is it going to come crashing or screeching to a to a halt? Is it going to go into a recession? And I think that's going to be the theme for 2023. So I guess what I would say is if you think inflation dropping is kind of like the, the glorious news that you can just jump back into the markets and just ride a wave back up, I would tell you to pause and rethink that because we now have to factor in, okay, does this mean we're heading towards a recession? So one of the things that Damon and I do that we help our clients kind of stay abreast of what's going on with the market is, we track 12 economic indicators that have done a really good job of predicting a recession. And so we, we report those to our clients, our clients know what those are, and Damon and I use those as one of the factors and one of the, the strategies to be able to adjust our portfolio. And right now, Eight of the 12 are signaling that we're heading towards a recession. And there hasn't been a time where we've been tracking those indicators going back to you know the early 70s where we've had that many of those signals triggering or signaling a recession where we didn't end up going into a recession. Mm-hmm. So at this point, it, at Acute Wealth Advisors, we're looking at that and saying, look, the likelihood of a recession is really, really high. I would put it at over 90%. And so that's what we're preparing for. So again, our portfolio, we've made the necessary adjustments and we will continue to make the necessary adjustments to protect wealth. And so our portfolio is pretty darn defensive. We're positioned that if the market's going to go down, that our clients aren't going to absorb much of a loss there. And, and our goal is to navigate through this, because if we can preserve wealth as we go into recession, as these stocks adjust, well, that's going to give us more money and more gunpowder to take advantage of a growth and an opportunity to you know, recover any losses that are there, but to more importantly, add to clients' portfolios and actually build wealth. And so it's going to be, again, we're not out of the woods. And so dropping inflation, that's great. If it happens, you know, next month, and the month after that, that's great. But that is likely meaning that the coin is going to flip and we're heading towards that recession and we got to be prepared for that. And we will say this over and over and again, we're going to the holidays. And so some people might say, okay, yeah, I got to do something about this. Well, again, we would encourage you to pick up the phone, give us a call, get something on the calendar for January. We know you might be busy now and it might be the excuse to not pick up the phone and say something, but if you can get something on the calendar, How would it be going into the next year where you actually have some goals in mind that you're saying, I'm going to do actually do something with my finances. In fact, I have an appointment the first or second week in January with a financial advisor to kind of figure out what I need to be doing and get get some direction so I can actually execute my financial goals going into the next year. And so if that's you, if you're driving around, give us a call. 480-680-6868. We would love to sit down and talk to you. We'd love to kind of you know kickstart the new year where you are on track, that you're actually taking those steps, so you're not procrastinating that. So give us a call, 480-680-6868.
1: You know, as Matt was talking about this, and, and we've kind of broached the subject today on, in the radio show, you know, you might be thinking, wow, you know, my portfolio didn't change much. and the When I asked questions, I either didn't get answers, or if I did, it was just, you know, we need to just ride this out. And, and honestly, um, if you're listening to this show, it's probably because you recognize that our focus is people 55 and older. Mm-hmm. And if you're in that stage and you're, ha- you, the advice you're getting is ride this out, just be patient. Our philosophy is built around people that don't have the time that they used to. Our philosophy, our focus is preservation first. We have made the changes. We're actively managing our portfolios to preserve what we built you know what what they've built because what we know is that they don't have the time to just sit through this anymore if you're young still you know sit through it take your buy and hold strategy but for retirees who need to make sure that they have the income right because they're no longer contributing to this bucket or in their they're in their last years of contributing to it then we're looking at how do we continue to have the income that we're going to want and need through our retirement, regardless of if the market's going up up and down. And if the market is headed into this recession, like Matt's talking about, do you want to continue to sit and watch things drop and then dig out of a much deeper hole? And I would say no, because you may not have the time to do it. And so there are things that you can do, even if you've taken losses and things, there are things you can do to rebalance that there's some silver linings, right? Maybe there's some capital losses that you can help with taxes. Maybe there's, there's multiple things that can be done. There's, there's bond alternatives. There's lots of investment opportunities because they're always there in a good economy or bad economy. It's how do you shift and take advantage of the good things to help preserve, to help keep you going and have the income you need in retirement through retirement and what are those those shifts and so yeah some of the things that happened this year are new right? We, we haven't seen the 20 year treasury drop like it did this year in a very, very long time. But in 22 years of doing this, we have seen lots of different things happen. The 2008, the, the dot com, the COVID downturn. And so a lot of things do happen and we know they're going to. And so we have strategies built in place that are going to help our people close to retirement and in retirement, continue to have the income that they need and preserve that portfolio so that when things do turn around and they will, that we can take advantage of the growth cycle as well. And that's what builds a successful retirement. And so that's where Matt and I have focused exclusively on this stage of life to make sure that we're looking at all the different factors that that are going to participate in creating A retirement plan that works in a good and bad economy and and so you know that's our focus so you know give us a call and and you'll meet with Matt or you'll meet with me right we're not gonna push you off to someone else give us a call come in set that appointment for January you can reach us at 480-680-6868
0: you know Damon as you're talking about this I was thinking about a story I read that is we're talking about the Dow and the market that's been for 2022 and the Dow hit thirty four thousand twice And one market analyst said it could hit 40,000 in the next 12 to 18 months. And that's despite all the inflation, the interest rates, and the even threat of an upcoming recession. But, I mean, 12 to 18 months, are you even putting strategies together for 2024? That feels a little aggressive. (laughs)
2: <laughs> strategies or a financial plan? Well, it's like,
0: I mean, I mean, I mean this analyst is going, Hey, we we could hit 40,000 in 18 months. Okay. Well that's we a, a, a year later. and a half away.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's way too many unknowns to even like really forecast that type of stuff out. And so I think, I think what the approach needs to be, you know, what's the plan over the next three to four months and how can I adjust appropriately for that? And then how does that plan change? and so again damon and i we're not day traders we're not taking people's retirement accounts and okay well you know let's let's throw it all in let's let's make this you know risky investment let's do this we're we're trying to protect based on what's what's expected in the in the market in the coming months and be positioned properly from there but again we know that there's going to be new information in february and march that we need to adjust for and we know that there will be new information after that that we need to adjust for and so the real question is are you building a financial plan that can kind of weather the storm? So David and I's approach is let's, let's build out the financial plan from the beginning so that we have hedges in place, that we have, you know, designs for how we're going to produce income. We have some ways to reduce taxes and then make adjustments to that. And so again, I would tell people put together a financial plan. And then know that you have to tweak and adjust that as you go along, because the data, the information, the components of that plan are going to need to change because the market's always changing. And you don't want a plan that's stuck in the mud, but you definitely need to have a plan to begin with.
0: Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions.